0: Hello and welcome to the show. I'm Jenna Morton with a little bit of a cold.
1: (laughs) (laughs) And I'm Tosh Taylor and today we're talking about your child's eye health. On the show with us today is Dr. Alexis Keeling. Uh, she is the owner of Dr. Alexis Keeling Optometry and CF Champlain here in Moncton. Welcome to the show. Thanks for having me. So I am pumped because I think we're gonna have a great conversation today, but a lot of things about my kids' eye uh, health that I have no idea.
2: <laughs> I have a lot to say, things, so that's great. That, yeah. yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> things that I probably should have known.
2: Maybe. Bring Maybe. them on. In. Yeah. yeah.
1: yeah. <laughs> we'll see. We'll yeah. see. Um,
2: so I guess let's start with a little bit about you. Okay. Um, I um, I needed a pair of glasses in grade six, and my parents were hesitant to bring me in because they didn't wear glasses. They didn't see the need for for me having my eyes checked. And when they brought me in, they felt really terrible because I needed glasses, and that changed my life. And from that moment on, I said, "This is what I want to do." but there's only one English optometry school in Canada, so I wasn't accepted when I first applied. So I thought, all right, second choice, I'll be a teacher. I love kids. And I taught for about seven or eight years before I went back to do optometry, and I'm so glad they finally took me. So that's what I do now. Um, I'd like to say that I do have my own practice, but I'm here today representing all of the optometrists in New Brunswick. I'm the president of our um, New Brunswick Association of Optometrists. So I'm happy to speak on behalf of all of us when I talk about children's health and eye care. Wow, congratulations. Thank you. That's amazing. Great, thanks.
0: Yeah. (laughs) I love that you started with that story of what what an impact it had on you, because it was funny. I was coming here today thinking about when I found out I needed glasses. I was a little bit older. I was in grade seven okay. and it was a teacher who would be like, put your glasses on. Like, what are you talking about? I <laughs> thought I was like one of those, like, you know, self not quite confident, didn't want to put my glasses on at school kind of thing. I'm like, I don't have glasses. Wow. And I was sitting in the front row squinting at yeah. the chalkboard. And then fi- finally I was like, so mr McNeil keeps telling me i should go get glasses (laughs) (laughs) so i'm really
2: glad you brought that up because that's kind of the first thing that we want teachers and parents to think about and look at when you're looking at your children are they squinting are they sitting too close to their ipad are they sitting too close to the tv are they watching tv with a head turn are they um opening their eyes really wide to read are they rubbing their eyes are they not paying attention to those activities? Do they dislike reading? Do they dislike doing things that require that kind of focus and attention? So those are all little clues and hints that maybe those kids need to come in for an exam or eye headaches and strain and that kind of thing too. So just different things to think about. I'm glad you mentioned it. It never
0: would have crossed my mind that not wanting to read might actually be a symptom of having an issue with your eyes.
2: Absolutely. 80% of what we learn is through our eyes. And when we're kids, that's one of the biggest ways that the the brain is developing those eyes. And it's so important for those eyes to be able to see clearly. And I'm not here to scare anyone. You know, everybody's here to, to look after their kids. And, and but when kids say, oh, I can see the airplane in the sky. I can read the page. We know they can from one eye we need to check both and make sure that both are developing correctly. Because sometimes that's the case. One eye develops so well that the other eye kind of lags behind. So we always want to make sure both eyes are working well. And that gives us 3D vision that makes us better at catching a ball in sports and things like that. So when kids come in, we kind of create little eye games. So this, for example, the magic glasses, these are 3D glasses that that let us test that 3D vision with kids to see, okay, are both eyes developing equally? How well are they doing? So so that's important to know both.
1: Interesting. So let's start when your kids are young, young. How, How old should they be when they first go to their very first appointment?
2: Well, the Canadian Association of Optometrists recommends that eye exams can happen as early as six months old to nine months old. And those babies don't come in and tell us things like, I like one or I like two, right? <laughs> so we've got all kinds of little tricks up our sleeves to keep their attention and to test those eyes to give us an idea. So one way is by eye tracking, making sure that they're able to follow different things and move the eyes correctly, and that they can move those eyes into the nose. Um, we use special lights. so. In the big machine that we say one two one two those lenses can be found in little bars like this and we can hold that in front of a baby's eye and use a special light to see what kind of prescription we may have behind those eyes other things um, are just uh, for example they might not know their their alphabet yeah. yet and and that's okay we can use symbols and we can get them to use that and we make it fun in games um, we may also need the siblings to do little dances in the back of the room so that it keeps their attention focused out so we can work with some of the lighting. Yeah.
1: That was uh, one of my things that when I first took my youngest daughter, would have been on one of her first appointments, and um, she didn't know the alphabet yet. And I thought, how is she ever going to tell him that that's you know, the E and et cetera, et cetera? But I was pleasantly surprised. Um, when I saw you know, the, the duck and the cow and the, and the things like that. So that, that was really great, but I do wonder when it comes now to realizing, okay, maybe there is something wrong with my child's eyesight. What's your, what's your next step after that?
2: Um, it's to call an optometrist, book yeah. an appointment, and let them know on the phone, I think there's something going on. I think my child has an eye turning in, or I think his eye is turning out, and I think we need it looked at right away. And and we'll book those appointments. Those Our optometrists, we're all trained to see kids, and we all have fancy little tools to make that work easily for them. Yeah.
0: When you say everyone's trained to work with kids, when you're talking about the, the very small ones who maybe need that extra... <coughs> Are there specialists that you
2: have to go to if if kids are under a certain age? Um, When we find that there might be a problem that would require an eye surgery or an eye disease that that they need special attention for, we're really lucky here in New Brunswick. We have a pediatric ophthalmologist who lives here in the Moncton region, so we're able to refer to that, that ophthalmologist. All our ophthalmologists can do that, but it's really nice to have someone specialized in the pediatric area as well.
1: Yeah. Okay. Um, When it comes to, you brought a little tiny pair of glasses here today. When it comes to little people and having tiny little glasses, what are your best options? Because, I mean, these are wire glasses, but you don't see them on kids an awful lot, right?
2: No, these are ones that I just use in clinic when Mm -hmm. I put them on to do special testing with. We recommend... Glasses that are stretchy, that move, that might have a wire around the back for little babies, for kids that that move a lot and play a lot outside. Um, wherever you decide to purchase your glasses, those opticals have great insurances for those lenses because we expect those lenses are going to be scratched. <laughs> They're going to have a good life, so we want those kids to wear those glasses full time and and be able to play with them. So so it's very common for things to break and snap and scratch, and you know a lot of insurances will cover that. Yeah.
0: Thinking of kids who are a little bit older, like you were saying, like you were in grade 6, I was in grade yes. 7, and I'm thinking of my daughter who's in grade 6 now. I'm pretty sure that if the question of glasses came up, the question of contacts would be very quick behind. Mm. And I know it's a very different world than when you know we got our prescriptions originally, it was just not heard of that someone who was that young would have contacts where where does that kind of come into the spectrum of things now because i do think there is i love that
2: question okay so it is the parent's decision if you have a child who keeps a nice clean bedroom always washing their hands they're 12 years old that's how old i was in grade six when i when i got my first prescription it was going to be two weeks for me to get those glasses. So they said, well, we can give her contacts today if she can demonstrate how to put them in, take them out, clean them properly. And I left that day with the vision. So I was a mature 12-year-old and my parents said, that's a great idea. But um, it's really up to the parents. If you have a teenager who doesn't brush their teeth at night, doesn't make (laughs) their bed, we don't want eye. We don't want eye infections. We don't want anything like that. We have to be very careful because they're a medical device in the eye. So, so that's that's really something that needs to be discussed in a family. And yeah, some some care taken thinking Already about
0: that. Already in my head, I'm like, oh, I know which of my children could do <laughs> yeah, it. <which>
2: yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Hundred percent. Exactly.
1: So, um, again, as Jenna mentioned, things have changed since we were kids, and that includes staring at screens far more often than we did. Let's talk about how to keep your kids' eyes healthy.
2: Yes. Okay, so you don't want your child holding that phone or device too close. You make sure they have a nice, healthy working distance. The other thing is... A lot of times right now, school and learning is on the device. Mm -hmm. So we've been doing homeschooling for a while um, during the pandemic, and now that people are back in school, I think it's going to be a lot nicer on the eyes. But that's where all their friends are. That's where Mm -hmm. all the social aspect happens after school as well. So we really recommend, based on age, uh, how how many hours, how much time is spent on that, Really, between an hour to two hours of recreational time is all it should be. Under the age of five, it should only be used for FaceTiming grandparents kind of thing, Um, but really no more than an hour or two, because you want their eyes to be able to focus out in the distance when the eye is developing, right, the the brain is teaching the eye what to see, and if they're looking up close for so long and so many hours, the eye has a tendency to want to grow back to meet that image, and we call that myopia or nearsightedness. So there's, there's going to be a lot more people with those minus prescriptions or myopic prescriptions they say about half the world's population by the time of 2050 is gonna be myopic. So in order to kind of slow down that progression, spend so much time outside, get dressed, go outside. It's shown that by playing outdoors and keeping the eyes, looking around in the distance, that it does help with, you know, not producing that large prescription as much.
0: I'm wondering about not just like distance, but <coughs> what's going on around you? I'm thinking I have one child in particular who very much loves dark rooms and would like the room to be pitch black and the screen. And the screen's not super close. The screen is like, you know, a fair distance away. But I I wonder, because I hear that like grandmother voice in my head like, your eyes are gonna go square. (laughs) Is there anything like, should there be a certain kind of lighting in the room if you're going to be doing a screen? Is that a thing?
2: Um, I think it depends on on their age. Uh, like I'm just thinking of somebody in their 40s. When it's really dim, you, you need more light, kind of thing. The older you get, the smaller your pupils get. So I'm not sure he's necessarily doing any damage there. There'd be a lot of glare, and if he has fair-colored eyes, he might be experiencing more of that glare and discomfort with his vision. But um, it's nice to keep lights on around just for awareness and yeah. <laughs> not spending too much time on that device. Right, but I won't yeah. tell them
0: the doctor said to do that too yeah, yeah, I was
2: like...
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's a, that's in, what you just said there um, interests me. Fair-colored eyes
2: over dark eyes. What's, what's the yes. difference? So dark-colored eyes, people with brown eyes are at an advantage because they have more pigment in the back of their eyes. So on a bright, shiny, sunny day, the light will go through their pupil and get absorbed by the pigment in the eye. People with blue eyes don't have that much pigment, so when the light goes through their pupil, it kind of reflects and ricochets inside the eye, causing glare, and they have a lot of discomfort, more discomfort in the sun, so they're more sensitive to the light. Yeah. That's interesting, I had no yeah. idea. Us yeah. with our hazel eyes, I would just like, <laughs> we're having yeah. medium, eh? Like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. you're like, well, yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> but don't notice.
0: My yeah. husband, who has blue eyes, is always going for his sunglasses, Yes. His prescription sunglasses, mm-hmm. yeah. and yeah. I'm like, no, that's not that bad. <laughs>
1: No. Makes more sense. No, you have a bit more empathy. Okay. No, you'll be nice too,
2: yeah. <laughs> Find those sunglasses for him. Yeah. Yeah. I Don't uh, draw too funny. Yeah. 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 <laughs> um, what are some other
1: uh, like old wives tales that we heard mm. as kids? Like uh, my daughter has started making funny faces and I and I use that. Mm -hmm. Your face will stay like that (laughs) if you cross your eyes. That's not like that. You cannot cross your eyes into constant eye crossing, correct? No, and we
2: actually test everyone. We make sure that the eyes can turn in, the pupils can shrink when they do that. And a lot of people will say, my mom told me not to do that. We're like, well, we're only doing this once every two years, (laughs) so yeah. You're going to be be okay. Yeah, but for (laughs) kids, we do recommend every year an eye exam under the age of 18. They're growing, those eyes are growing, their environment's changing, the amount of time that they're studying, things like that, so a lot can happen over a year. As yeah. you know, when you have kids, you buy them new clothes, oh new gosh. shoes yeah. all the time. So yeah. it's the same with eyes. Eyes can change too. So we really recommend annual exams. Okay. Yeah.
0: And I'm wondering too, does it, are there points where you, it's more common to see change than eyes? I'm thinking, you know, both of us talked about being about 12, 13 years old. You're kind of yes. getting into that adolescence.
2: Absolutely. Is it
0: common for your eyesight to change?
2: Like, it along is.
0: With, say also getting older, like, Premenopausal, or those kind of things.
2: Absolutely. So let's start young. So we've got little babies and they're learning how to control those eye muscles, right? And then we get about an age of about four or five years old where we're we're spending more time at NEAR. We're kind of looking at picture books with our parents and those eye muscles, when we look up close, they turn in and they flex to keep things in focus. If there's a large prescription there that they're not corrected for, those eyes try to flex so hard that an eye might turn inwards. And that tells us okay, we're gonna need some glasses, and that helps them relax the eye muscles and see clearly without that extra effort. Then we move up to those who are, you know, teenagers, new teenagers. There's a little growth spurt there as well. So that's where we start to see more of those. Um, people who are developing the nearsightedness. So they need those glasses for distancing class kind of thing. They they show up a little more then. I mean they can show up along the along the way. So everything seems to be, you know, just changing a little bit here and there. And then you hit forty. So um, I'm forty one and one week old. You know, like a three and a half year old, like it's like Anyway, I did have a birthday last weekend, but, but you know it. So you're on your phone, you're having a great time, and then all of a sudden you're like, whoa, okay. Yeah. So, oh, yeah. yeah, around 40, that eye muscle, it's still turning in, that pupil's still shrinking, but that squeeze, to keep it clear, it's just not squeezing as well anymore. So that's when you start to need a little bit of a reader. I call it the training wheels just to ease people in, and uh, that's going to gradually go, and every two years they're going to graduate to the next number that they need for the reading um, until it kind of levels off around I don't know 65 or so then we're gonna have the beginnings of cataracts starting so everybody gets a cataract like everybody gets a gray <laughs> hair everybody yeah. <laughs> yeah. so then everybody's gonna get one of those so then that's gonna start changing that prescription again you're gonna end up with a lot more symptoms like nighttime glare when you're driving and and then our, our friends the ophthalmologists we refer to them for that as well and they remove those um, cataracts and then Then you're good. Then you just need a reader usually beyond that. So, yeah. Okay. So many questions just came out of that.
1: First, (laughs) um, I wanted to start with um, astigmatism. Yes. So I have one.
2: Yes. And my mom has one. They're genetic, correct? Astigmatism is an interesting thing. It's just part of the prescription. So I explain it to patients and I always say when I go to test it, now I'm testing the astigmatism. That's the curve on the front of your eye. So it's really just a curve on the front of your eye. Some people have more of a curve, some people have less of a curve. And that curve can be on the front or it can be behind the pupil. There's a little lens, like a little ball that sits behind the pupil. And I kind of tell them, that lens inside the eye, it's kind of like an onion. Every year it's getting new layers. So this year, yep, you got a new layer. There might be a little bit more of an astigmatism. Next year you come in, oh, it balanced out. So you're going back a step. So okay. yeah, it's its just a little bit of a curve. But if you're not wearing glasses with astigmatism, you're going to notice more of a starburst pattern with headlights. Uh-huh. And um, you might notice <laughs> like a comet shape or there's all kinds of fun things that happen when you have an uncorrected astigmatism. It's
1: a, well, and I yeah. had gone... Uh, I was in my probably late 30s when I found out that I had it, and when I got my first glasses, I didn't realize what I wasn't seeing. Isn't it nice? You, like I, yeah. trees had like definition. Yes. And I, that moment? The, oh the my gosh! It work. was.
2: It, it did. Yeah. I was like, this is after grade six. Yeah. I was like, this is what I want to do. I didn't know you could look at a le- like a tree and see leaves moving. I just thought it was a green blob. Right. And it's, like yeah, stars in the, corner, the sky. Like the the I knew it was a thing. Room. Corner yeah. of the room. Yeah. Stars. The yeah. I'm like, what? <laughs> in the room. Oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah, that was
0: my eyes checked, people. Yes.
2: <laughs> <laughs> There's a whole world out there. It's yeah, like, yes. Yes. that's what you've lived
0: with. Yeah. You don't yeah. know that. And exactly. as a
2: child, yeah. you really don't know what you're comparing it to, right? Mm-hmm. You know, on a highway, everybody's seeing the sign before you do. And that was my first inkling. But as a child, you're not sure you have a problem. So yeah. that's why it's nice to, to have the kids' eyes checked. On that note, I want to let everybody know that here in the province of New Brunswick, there is a free eye exam for every child who's four years old before they start school. It doesn't matter how much money you have or how little money you have. That is a free eye exam that also includes glasses. So you go to Service New Brunswick and you can get a form to fill in. And when you go to that eye exam, um, you'll have all the paperwork done and you can bring the card with you. If you're a parent who already has insurance through work. Let's say it covers 80%. You bring your insurance card, covers 80%. Let's say you owe a little bit extra. You pay that, you get a receipt. That receipt can be reimbursed as well through Service New Brunswick and you're reimbursed for that amount. So we don't want anyone who's four years old not to start school without an eye exam. Mm -hmm. And anybody else who may not have insurance through work as parents or have an income at a certain amount is eligible through social development to also have those eye exams for their children under the age of 18. So go to Service New Brunswick, get that paperwork filled in and submit that. And you can bring that to any optometrist as well.
1: Yeah. Can you imagine? I just, I just think like so many people that don't know that, you know, we're we're both parents, neither one of us knew that.
0: I knew there was a program
2: I did not know how fantastic it was. It's yeah, incredible. It is,
0: is way more robust. Yeah, it's incredible.
2: And a lot of our provincial optometrists worked really hard to have that in place with the government. And it's incredible. It took years and years and years to have that. Yeah, so so, so it's something that it. people please, should please know about yes. and, and people yes. should use.
1: But yeah. I, think, I think that that's also something that, and I mean, I'm not trying to typecast or anything like that, but I think that a lot of children probably get marked with, uh, you know, um, unruly behavior simply because their their eye, their vision's not working properly, so they don't want to do the things, like you said earlier, not wanting Absolutely. to read, not wanting to, to learn, when Absolutely. it could potentially be saved by getting your free eye test. For sure. Yeah. And,
2: and we know that one in four children have potential eye trouble. So if you're in a classroom, imagine you're a teacher and you have 20 students, you would want to expect five of them to be wearing glasses in front of you. Mm. Right? So that's another way to look at it. Yep. Wow. <laughs> yeah, I'm, like, I'm like trying to visualize like glasses.
0: Classroom. Know. You know, like how many
2: kids do I have at home? Yeah. <laughs> okay, yeah. I have, I have yeah.
0: three so yeah. 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 And both my husband and I wear glasses mm-hmm. so we figure it's only a matter of time Exactly. and it's now soccer. I'm like hmm it's been a yeah. little while since we had the kids all checked. <laughs> yeah, They, they yeah. have gone but not as regularly as they should, yeah. I think. Yeah. That's okay. That's yeah. why I'm here today. <laughs> that, and that's
1: exactly it. <laughs> yeah. I know my oldest daughter has been told that she has, has the stigmatism as well, so I like to keep on top of it yeah. because I don't want her to be in her late 30s before she realizes, you know, like Ooh, how good I it could, could be. Yeah. 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 <laughs> but I think, yeah, I think that that is incredible. What are some other um, things that parents need to watch out for? I'm, I was kind of thinking
2: lazy eye. Yes. What what exactly is that? So a lazy eye is like I said, there's there's different types. Mm-hmm. One is the eye will drift out when the child is relaxing in the back seat of the car, looking out the window. And a lot of times in that case you can say, All right, bring your eye in and they'll they'll blink and, and kind of come you know, come out of their daydream and bring okay. the eye back in. And another type is with the focusing focusing because they require that prescription and they're working too hard with their eyes so the little eyes will turn in with their near work. Um, There's also eye turns based on different conditions or diseases that can happen in the eye too so that's important. A lot of eye turns can be inherited. So oh well my husband's dad had an eye turn, so that's why he has it. No, we can fix it. You know, we yeah. can like, <laughs> yeah. you know, yeah, they are in families. It, it, they are in families, but don't worry, like bring them on in, we can work on it. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. We're more advanced than we were
1: in the seventies, <laughs> eighties. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah. yeah, yeah but but you can expect it in families. Um, so so that's really the story and some of that can be corrected, you know, with surgery by, by an ophthalmologist or by eyeglass prescription too. Okay, yeah. okay.
1: Is there anything that you wanted to talk about today that we haven't brought up? I know that you, you had tucked a few notes there. Yeah. Um, just because I don't want to miss anything important Um, And well, we've only got three minutes left. The most important thing I wanted to
2: touch on was the four-year-old eye exams. Making sure everyone in the province knows those are free exams for their children, Mm -hmm. as well as under the age of 18, based on income. Get in touch with uh, Service New Brunswick, and they will they'll set you up with with social development excellent coverage.
1: Um, We want to tell people how to find you, but first I want to put you on the spot. Yes. How many times (laughs) have you cried at work the first time seeing a kid see for the first time?
2: You know what? It, it happened to me as a yeah. personal story in yeah. grade six when it, when it was my life-changing experience. I kind of thought that would be happening with every single yeah. patient yeah. all day long. It happens so rarely where really? you put the glasses on someone and they're like, this is amazing. And I'm like, I know, but no, it's not magical. Most people are like, oh. and I'm like, well, it's a little tinge better. And they're like, yeah, okay, it's a little better. And I'm like, yeah, it's only every, you know, every two years. I'm like, here's a tiny, yeah. <laughs> I say the word twinge a lot. It's a little twinge. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> a little tweak guess, in the glasses. It's a like good thing. It's yeah, a yeah, good yeah. Thing. To that
0: point. It's yeah. a yeah. Point good thing. Yeah. 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 But no, I
2: thought it would be magical <laughs> yes. all day long, giving yeah. giving vision to everyone. Exactly. <laughs> Unicorns and rainbows exactly. going on. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. No, it does happen sometimes. Yeah. I do a specialty contact lens called a scleral lens. And... Uh, We can give vision to people who have certain eye conditions on their cornea. So it's very emotional giving someone vision back in a way that they can now drive a car. Mm -hmm. They now feel safe to travel airports they've never been to. It opens up their world and their freedom and and that is life changing. Excellent. Yeah, Yeah. that's emotional. I I know I I I get her. (laughs) I'm thinking (laughs) of everybody, So just before we go, tell people how they can find uh, the association and you. Excellent. So um, myself, I'm at CF Champlain, but you're welcome to meet any one of our optometrists in the province. We're all trained um, well in, in even working in pediatrics. So uh, through the mbao.ca, that's our New Brunswick Association of Optometrists, and you can find links to our sites in there. Yeah. Thank you so Thanks much for Thanks for coming. having me. Thank you. Yeah. That's great. <laughs> Thank you.